You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, welcome to another fantastic episode of Ask Drone You. This should get you energized, right, Rob? Absolutely get you in what, what, what's going <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the show is going to get you energized. At least we hope so. Uh, in, in what way? I, I don't know. I mean, I hope to get some comments and thoughts from y'all after this particular show. Of course, we always hope that, but perhaps with this one more than others. Anyways, thank you for being with us. I'm Rob. Very glad that you've chosen to spend a few minutes of your day with us. Definitely excited and grateful as well. Today, we're going to be talking about remote ID. The question has come in. Is my Mavic Mini gonna be susceptible to remote ID? And the answer is pretty simple, but there's also an assumption in his question, which I think that we should do our job of clarifying uh, about registration with micro drones because the FAA, I mean, the blessed heart of Kevin Morris, who has become the mouth of the FAA, has recently corrected this. And uh, I think it's, I think he would be happy slash grateful if we made sure that we put this info out too. So the other info though, well, you might not be so happy there, Kevin, but that's okay because it's still the law. So (laughs) we didn't didn't write it. We didn't write it. (laughs) Don't look at us. (laughs) As 50 Cent says, don't shoot the messenger. So. By the way, did you see his response yesterday oh, to the I sure taxes? Did. Oh, I sure did. Uh-huh. Is that what you're talking about? Uh-huh, that's oh, what okay. I'm talking about. I didn't know. Because I posted that on Instagram and I was like, did you also hear what they said about freelancing? So anyway, uh, yeah, we're not going to get into politics. But when entrepreneurialism <laughs> is on the chopping block, you're like, what? So anyway, let's get into today's question brought to you by our good friends. That's right. At who are Drone U members. If you're like me and you love to fly, you love to take pretty photos, you love to get pretty panos, maybe you want those super smooth motions at just the right time of day. Maybe you're interested in learning how to subject track an object, your family, your boat, maybe it's even your kids surfing behind your boat. Well, don't you want to get the best shots possible to show off those memories, to relive nostalgia, to bring back the feelings that you had in those experiences. Don't you love to storytell? Don't you love to help other people? Well, if you're like me, then you want to become a Drone You member. Because for $47, yeah, sure, we can help you pass your Part 107 test, but everyone knows that is not enough. The FAA, well, they're not going to teach you how to fly. They're not going to teach you how to avoid mistakes because, frankly, when they don't fly themselves, it's going to be hard to teach you from experience. That's why here at DroneU, we go beyond flight school. For $47 a month, you're going to get more than three dozen classes. And one of those classes, that's right, is running your business. So if you're wondering how much should you charge or what does a multi-client discount look like and how can I sell one deliverable to 10 different clients, well, you're in the right place. You should probably become a DroneU member now and stop thinking about it so you can start making progress. All right. Yes, you're losing out by not being a member. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? Why? Not because of the content. It's because of the community. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. Uh, appreciate all the work you guys do and uh, all the great information you provide. Uh, I had a question on remote ID. I currently have a Mavic Mini and was curious on the situation with remote ID, which I know you've spoken about previously. My question is, 
how it will impact, uh, you know, the smaller drones that aren't necessarily required to register with the FAA. What's the timeline currently for remote ID? And uh, yeah, your thoughts on it and how it will impact uh, larger drones uh, and smaller drones moving forward. Thanks a lot. Adam, thank you very much for the question. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for listening. You rock. Yeah. Remote ID. Remote ID. Micro drones. Okay, let's just be registering. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's that's the thing I wanted. Uh, Start off. I with. wanted to reciprocate Kevin Morris's little thing. Mm. There is a. I haven't dug into this, and I'm not going to fight it. I'm not Silent Hill. I'm willing to die on. Um, but uh, the FAA says that if you are using a micro drone that's less than the 0.55 pounds, that is, you know, part 107 fits 0.55 to 55 pound drones. It's that simple. So if remote ID is getting added on to part 107, it's very easy to understand then 0.55 drones to 55 pound drones are going to be required to follow whatever remote ID rules uh, that there are. So Thomas, we really hope you read all those comments. That being said, it's really important to understand that your micro drone if it is being used commercially, is supposed to be registered, okay? So you are supposed to register that drone if it's being used commercially. Commercially, you know, some people have said, the FAA doesn't say this anymore. They used to say it. It's very still relevant, but the furtherance of a business, right? Mm -hmm. If you are making money, you help someone else making money, if it's an organization, if it's a nonprofit, that is still the furtherance of their organization. So you do need a commercial license to fly. Obviously, that's not stopping a lot of people, frankly. Um, but that doesn't matter because here we care about doing things the right way to succeed over the long term, which means yes, if you have a micro drone and you get ramp checked, you're probably not going to like, you know, get slapped on the wrist for it or anything, but you should register those micro drones. Also, don't forget everyone, February last year, remember what DOD put out? You've got to mark the registration so it can be seen. It's something that law enforcement is being taught to look for. So I think it's mm. our duty to make law enforcement their job easier. Frankly, you should want to too, because if you can avoid conflict, then everyone wins um, and mark your drone. Now, when it comes to remote ID, will micro drones or drones that are below the weight threshold of part 107 be subject to remote ID? Hmm. Well, uh, I don't play a lawyer on TV or radio. I am the son of one, and that doesn't mean much. Podcast sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you know. (laughs) Well, this is not legal advice, Uh, but it is my understanding that if a drone does not fit within the regulatory framework of 107, then it would not be required to follow remote ID rules. Meaning, if I'm flying a micro drone and it's not subject to Part 107, then no, it would not be subject to remote ID either. Now, very important. Have you noticed, Rob, all the new drones that came out from DJI this year? Except for one. Are they all micro? They're all micro. Think about it. Uh, Mavic Mini 2, which we're supposed to get here next month, that's a micro drone. Yeah. DJI FPV drone, that's a micro drone. The only drone that... Is it really after you put a battery on it? This is speculative. Okay, this is speculative. Okay. This is rumor, but the rumor is yes. Okay. So, um, huh. yeah, and our uh, our famed rumor guy has has actually uh, said, yeah, that's true. So we will see. We don't know. Thanks for correcting me. And hey, it's speculation. Okay, we're not there yet. That being said, um, 
it is my understanding that a micro drone does not have to comply with remote ID unless they change something. So we might and have well, to... Well, obviously the final rule's not even out, so... So yeah, it's, we're kind of talking ahead of... Card before the horse here, people. Yeah, for sure. So I want to back up just a little bit and clarify something that you were talking about relative to registering your micro drone if you're using it commercially. Mm -hmm. So if you're using a micro drone less than, than 0.55 and you're still filming commercially, does it's then subject to part 107 as well? Yikes. Um, yikes. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. But it's my understanding that if that drone does not meet the regulatory framework of Part 107, then it would not be subject to additional regulations within or added to or augmented by 107. Yet they said it has to be registered if it's being used commercially. That's well, again, a whole lot of... Agreed, <laughs> Rob. Agreed. Okay, I'm just trying to clarify for the listeners. Hold on, because... man. Are you trying to say government makes sense? Uh, I'm trying to Everybody get... Everybody know government does not make sense. We're looking for some clarity. <laughs> not claritin. <laughs> some clarity. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's all. Oh, That's man. All. I just have to say that I find all of this funny because you hit the nail on the head. You're like, well, well wait a minute. And that's why I said this is not a hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, I haven't yeah. looked into it. It's not something that I, uh, I care too much about. I do care, though about our ability to choose the aircraft that we want to fly. Mm -hmm. I do care about kids being able to learn how to fly because it's going to open doors for them. Kids learning how to build drones is going to maybe inspire and motivate them into going in some career in math, science, engineering, whatever it is, right? And so remote ID has a big, remote ID could really squash that. It yeah, could, I mean, when you, when you talk about the fact that America has fallen behind, I mean, this isn't new, this is decades old at this point, I think, this news, but fallen behind in terms of STEM, right? Mm. What a phenomenal way to get kids back into STEM. And, what, and, that, and so I don't want to ever overstate an issue, but that, that could potentially really be hindered. The Which drone industry do, right? could also be a phenomenal metaphor for how we are our own worst enemies and how the problem of America falling behind is not a decades old issue, but actually a regulatory issue that is here and it's now and it's today and we are still facing these issues. And I finally now have the uh, ability to explain why regulators who do not fly drones practically are actually leading the market into a very questionable place. And we're going to put out that story. Um, wow. I, that's all I got to say is wow. I mean, like when I connected all the dots, I was like, this is finally how we're going to connect with regulators. Like, look, if you don't fly drones, really, you're not going to realize these problems and you're not going to know how to solve them. So when some manufacturer hypes up their stuff and says it can do X, Y, and Z, and then you're going to make an entire industry decision based off of that assumption, you could hurt a lot of people. And yeah. so I think it's our purpose to put out that information in an effort to try to correct coming rules. But this is another micro drones are the way to fight remote ID. I want everyone to know that. Look, I want you to know, go out and buy five Mavic minis and fly them as much as you can. Because guess what? The genie's already out of the bottle. And the more and more that we show rather than tell, the more and more weight that our words are going to have. And so my point is to not get everyone up and protesting and whatnot. That's not it at all. I don't think that's actually very useful nowadays anyway. Um, my point is to uh, be nice, educate, and say, hey, look, 
if you're going to go down the road with these rules that are going to make flying less safe, we know it and you're not smart enough to realize it, we're not going to comply. And now we have a way to not comply that's legal, which is, guess what? Micro drones. So I'm going to buy like five Mavic Minis. I don't care how shitty the footage is. <laughs> well, the, the Mini 2. Yeah, the Mini 2 is supposed to be way better footage. So, hey, maybe we maybe we get a Hasselblad <laughs> Mavic Mini 2. <laughs> but no, this is great because micro drones could be the saving grace for this industry, right? Hey, you want to buy your kid a drone this holiday season? Do you want to make sure that they don't get in trouble with that drone? Well then, ladies and gentlemen, buy them a Mavic Mini where, oh yeah, that's right, they don't uh, have as many rules to fall. I mean, seriously, this, I, this is, uh, I think, a very important thing to say. I don't know, you you seem a little locked up right now, kind of hesitant. No, 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 because I'm contemplating if I should say what I'm thinking, and I, and I will, and that's simply that they'll just change the rules and make it down to, they'll lower the weight requirement, right, if it starts to become an issue, but. Well, you know, you'd think that, but everyone talks about, you know, uh, Part 107, everyone talks about coming remote ID, but people are not really talking about the one largest group of pilots that have just outright ignored 107, and there's been zero enforcement on it. And I mean, I think that that says everything that it needs to say. And look at all the FPV drones that are over 250 grams. How many of those things have you seen with registration stickers on them? Yeah. No, I'm 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 asking you a question. I haven't seen any. Me either. Zero. Me either. Goose. We've egg. seen a few uh, FPV drones around here too. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I I think uh, you know we're coming up into a precarious position with the industry. We don't know what's coming on with the regulations. Rumors swirl, and Autarian drops uh, hints without knowing it on webinars. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, and uh, frankly, I think it's our responsibility as pilots to say. You know what, guys? At some point, it is patriotic to say, no government, I am questioning you because what you're trying to do is defeating your purpose. What is the FAA's sole goal? And by the way, this could be the lawsuit against the FAA to take drones away from them. What is the FAA's sole goal? It is to keep the national airspace system safe. That is literally their doctrine. Guess what? My family won hundreds, if not thousands of lawsuits against unions, specifically central states, proving that the unions were not actually doing what their intention was. And literally, that's how he won many of his cases. Mm. And all of those cases were in federal court. And so you now think about it, right? You think about these rules, uh, once again, as proposed, Rob, Rob made a point, we don't know what's coming yet. These rules as proposed, not only make it more dangerous to fly, not only are just absolutely ridiculous, not only kill STEM education, not only kill the ability for kids to learn in a way that's fun, not only kill 60 years of AMA of people flying, you know, remote controlled planes and whatnot. Um, but remember, remember, and I, I say this because I grew up in Virginia. I've had a lot of lessons about the founding 13. And one of the things that's so important is do not be afraid to question government when what they're doing is practically and legitimately not good for the benefit of the people that they're trying to protect. And I mean, I think that the credibility questions are already there with Boeing and whatnot. Maybe Skydio is becoming the new Boeing. I don't know. But long story short is we have a duty as pilots to raise our voice and say, you know what? 
no, I'm not going to comply with that because actually it could make me crash. It could make me hurt someone. It could have these issues. And then also I would like to invite the FAA, specifically the administrator, to go listen to Joe Rogan's podcast with Edward Snowden and learn about the mass collection of data from cell phones, what you're trying to do with remote ID. And then I would like to invite you to go look at the federal ruling from about three weeks ago, proving Snowden correct. And then I would like to ask you, how do you in, how do you intend to implement remote ID if it directly contradicts existing laws? All right, I'm done on my high horse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm ready to fight. I'm like, you know what? I love to fly and I'm sick and tired of people who don't know what they're talking about leading us down a road. And no, I don't want you to fail on your own because the industry fails along with your mistakes. And I think this is the time where we got to be like, look, 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 look. Can we just pump the brakes? We, you know, let's see what you guys put out. Let's see what happens. Uh, Pelosi must have said something. I got the uh, market in front of me. Excuse me. Uh, but <laughs> look here, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a parent and you want to inspire your kids to take flight, know that your legal liability drops significantly with the Mavic Mini or micro drones in general, if I understand the way that the regulations are written right now. So, hmm. and honestly, I could be wrong. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not trying to pretend to be one. I'm just a loudmouth kid of one. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think you heard, heard a few here, here's <laughs> on the other side of this podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, no, but the, I, what I would say, and I think, I think y'all believe this, understand this, and that's that your heart's in the right place and you just want what's best for the industry and all the pilots involved in the industry. Yes, but now I can prove that the lack of practical information might actually cause serious harm to the industry. And frankly, I'm excited that now I have a way to prove it and visualize it. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's you know, when you're in school and you hear something, you're like, oh, yeah. And then they tell you an analogy and you're like, oh, I think I finally have the, oh. Interesting. And I'm, my goal here is to help the industry. It's not to smack anyone at the FAA on the hands. It's not to rub in your face the lack of entrepreneurial practical ideology that you don't showcase. That's not it, right? <laughs> my point is to say, look, I love to fly. I know flying very well. And I want to help other people take flight. And I think it's in our economic best interest to help people take flight. And if we implement these uh, regulations that very practically are not keeping people safer, um, we, you know, we got to stand up and say, yeah, not so much. So, Because here's the thing, guys. There are 15 LEAP agents at the FAA, and there are now almost 200,000 Part 107 pilots. That's just the Part 107 pilots, yeah. That's not the FPVers. That's right. not the Cinewhoopers. That's not the uh, I'm afraid to take the FAA test because I don't know what I'm getting into, people. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Uh, and you know what? There's such an opportunity for the FAA to come out with open arms, really help the industry, not, hey, we're here listening. Thanks for the 53,000 comments. Goodbye. Right? Everyone's, we're seeing through it. And uh, we hope that that's not the case. We've got a strategy uh, now moving forward, and uh, we also know of other people that have a strategy. It's the one thing giving me hope right now is, yeah. uh, is you know, government agencies, they try to create great regulations, and frankly, I've met more people in government that have given me hope in government than anything else, which is why I'm like, you know, I'm going to keep banging the drum. I'm going to bang it a little bit stronger, but not so sharply. It's going to be more like a deep bass tone. 
right? Like you can't ignore this. You can't ignore this. Well, I think you make a good point. I think there are a lot of people that are involved in the regulatory side that they're trying to do um, what's best for everybody involved, including the industry as a whole. I hope that's true. I don't believe that. I know you don't. So maybe I'm an optimist, uh, perhaps naive, naively so. No, 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 no. What is one of the seven successful traits of successful entrepreneurs? Unrealistic optimism. There you go. On that bombshell, that's going to do it for us. Rob, I'm grateful for you. You too. Grateful for you guys out there and girls. Astronew.com. Please send in those questions. Goodbye. We believe that videos, images, words, and sound have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.